Did Mr. Gordon call? Why on earth would the headmaster call here? I don't know, to say that they were all right? Her parents? Of course they are all right. And Catherine is all right as well. Thank you, Miss Drake. Here, drink this, dear. Catherine? Get your hands off me, cunt. Welcome to episode 19 of Control All Death. I am Ben Monster. I am Gabriel Chisano. I'm Naomi Monster. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, Naomi Monster. Hello. Hello. Um, we are doing a special episode with my wife. Yay. Me. We watched... Um, <laughs> thank the, you, thank you. Uh, Black Coat's Daughter. Yes. Mm -hmm. Under your suggestion. That's the one I picked, yes. And Solid choice. Uh, already yeah. on your first episode, yes, you're picking <laughs> much better movies than your husband. Yes. So, yes. Um, congratulations! Yeah. But it wasn't really that hard because the movies he picked, <laughs> oh, garbage so far. Well, Lots of no, I, I think I picked. So you picked good, good ones. ones. You picked good ones, except for yeah. the, the last two were just really, or the last no. three, four. Oh Come man, so you struck bad. out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, happy to happy to boost that up a little yes, bit. Yes, yes, this yeah. was this was a treat. <laughs> I like this movie a lot. Yeah, I like it a lot too. Yeah, um, me too. So, uh, before we get into it, we're going to talk about things we've been watching and playing. Gabe, mm -hmm. would you like to go first? Sure. I uh, started uh, Ghost of Tsushima, which is the mm. new ps4 game exclusive mm -hmm. game and it's amazing cool um ben i think you would really really love it um it's like a third well i guess i was gonna say it's like a third person assassin's creed but assassin's creed is third person so it's like a, <laughs> it's like a samurai assassin's creed where cool. you yeah. run around and um it's really cool and um one thing i like about it is uh, the, the main character you play is all about like honor and respect and he doesn't want to like um, sneak around and like assassinate people and do that because mm -hmm. there's no honor in that. So mm -hmm. um, you meet people, you meet like a thief who's teaching you how to do stuff, and she's like, "We're at war. Like you have to, like maybe don't break your rules, but bend them." <laughs> and um, it's really cool. So like he, it's it's him like staying true to his like his samurai training, but also adapting to a new world and like That's using cool. you know using his new techniques to to get around. It's really good. I, um, I heard it looks really good. Like it's yeah, beautiful. It is beautiful. Um, it def it has a it has a, a very unique style. Um, it, it reminds me a little bit actually of Breath of the Wild in a weird way. Cool. Um, where it's it's it doesn't look it, it looks realistic, but it, but it doesn't in a weird way. Um, mm -hmm. And it's like they do really cool things. Like uh, there's no map. Well, there's a map, but there's no markers when you mark a location. It's you f the wind. So you you put a location and you see wind and it's like that's where you have to go. That's cool. Um, so like stuff like that and it really is is cool and like 
um, when there's a hidden item, there's a, a, a gold or like a yellow bird, and you have to follow that bird, and he'll lead you to like a secret item. So oh, cool. it's all about nature, and like there's leaves falling, and it's just it's amazing. It's it's incredible. That sounds cool. Sounds yeah. like something you could play while high. Probably, <laughs> probably <laughs> like a good yeah. stoner game. <laughs> yeah, it's tough though. It's actually it's actually hard. It's it has the 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 Arkham Assassin's Creed combat where there's mm-hmm. parrying and dodging and rolling and um, I haven't played a game like that in a little while. Like it's been a couple, it's been a while since I've played that. So mm-hmm. um, it's cool to get back into that rhythm and learn like, okay, when they do this, you have to dodge and do this. And um, I unlock the little things you throw um, cool. and the little like sharp ninja star thingies. Awesome. Um, and it's like, you just, you have all, all these tools and it's just, it's really fun. And the photo mode is insane. Like it's you can control the weather and the wind and stuff in the air, and like yeah, awesome. you can just take these incredible, um, incredible photos. So I uh, I posted one earlier today, and I'll probably like, do a bunch more later because it's just it's so fun. Very cool. Um, we've been watching. Well, I've been rewatching, and you've been watching for the first time. Yes, Naomi Watchmen. Yes, on yeah. HBO. On HBO. So how, good. how are you liking? I it? I like it a lot so far. Yeah. I was a little nervous about it just because you told me initially that this was not a show I, I should or could watch. It gets kind of violent. Because I get very, like, yeah. affected by yeah. things. Um, so far, I'm okay. <laughs> and yeah. it's really good. You're on the third episode. Well, we've just finished the yeah. third episode. Going on. Things are a little confusing. It's supposed to be. But, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's good. No, I like it. Yeah. And I think it's very yeah. relevant. Very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scary. Yeah, scary, yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was telling Ben, I was telling you yesterday, uh, Damon Lindelof, who is the, the creator of this and the writer, and not the creator of Watchmen, but the show, um, he uh, on Instagram has been posting like side by sides of the show and the thing that's happening in real life. Oh, my God. And yeah. every fucking day there's another one, and it's like really scary. And he's like, guys, what's happening? Guys, guys. <laughs> and they canceled uh, the show. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. now we don't know well, what's going to happen. Well, they didn't, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. That might be a spoiler. But yeah. Um, he, he uh, yeah, it's it's really scary. And like um, when the police started wearing like literally the yellow uh, face coverings, it's like, Jesus Christ, this is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's really well, good. They even said, um, what did he, oh, and I looked at you right when he said it because he said, mask save lives. Yes. Yeah. And I was Crazy. like, good. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Um, so have you been watching anything else Gabe? uh yeah i finished uh i watched all of unsolved mysteries the the new um so good um uh it's frustrating in a way because there's no endings obviously that's right. the whole point i guess it's not <laughs> solved but um there's no like official endings but that you kind of know what's going on you yeah. kind of know yeah. usually who did it and um and and why but um in some cases you know exactly who did it. you don't know why or you don't know how or right. something like that but you know who it is um really good and uh, there's a ufo episode which is really cool oh god and um really really <laughs> freaky and uh i guess there's going to be six more um later in the year including oh, nice. a ghost oh, cool. one so i'm excited about that ghost story Nice ghosts. Uh, yeah, we only watched. The we watched the first, first episode, episode, and it made me really sad. Like, yeah. so yeah. I was like, I don't know if I want to watch anymore because it's really sad. And There's, you totally know yeah. who, right? Oh, that's just so messed up. Even watching that, like, I kind of re- like remembered some of the more frustrating 
aspects of when I was taking my legal classes. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes, like, you just don't have enough evidence, even though, like, you mm. know, you know, you know. Right. And there's nothing you can do about it. And it, like, <laughs> sucks so much. Can I spoil one? Are you going to are you gonna watch it all? Oh, go I, yeah, but you can I spoil watch, it. It's I fine. Want to, but, yeah, no, okay. you can go, go okay, ahead. No, I won't spoil it. It's just, <laughs> it's, there's, it, it's like the first one where you know exactly who did it. Yeah. And you can kind of figure out why. But, like, they just vanish the people who did it in this case will vanish and it's like how Mm. do you how do you do that how do you just disappear off the face of the earth and um it's crazy it's insane all right we'll have to watch more yes i'll try not to get sad (laughs) um we watched uh liar liar yes i felt like i needed something a little nostalgic this was a movie that my sister and i watched like all the time we quote it all the time we (laughs) gave each other nicknames based off of lines in the movie (laughs) so we are very invested in this film i love it um yeah and it's still funny i still was laughing it's not i don't think i enjoyed it as much as i did when i was younger but it's right. still funny yeah it works i like jim carrey jim carrey's good no he's, and he's legend yeah he's the best. i like him better actually like in his more serious roles though me too I think actually he does yeah. really really good stuff so and there was a there's a show he's on that Kidding. you told me again that i probably shouldn't watch yeah but maybe i will because you were wrong about watching that's true <laughs> I've only seen season one of Kidding, and it was really, really good. I know there's season two out. Um, I would is like he to... in it a lot? Like, is he a main... Oh, he's the lead, yeah. He's he the plays, lead. Okay. like, That's a cool. Mr. Rogers-type character. Mm. Um, That's cool. And, yeah, he's got all this, like, his, his giant persona on TV is, like, this loving and caring person. And he's also that way in real life, but everyone around him is, like, super fucked up and... Mm he you've yeah it's it's really good and cool. uh michelle gondry i think uh wrote it and directed it so it's out there so it's very artistic looking oh yeah okay. big time mm-hmm. yeah that's cool i saw like a behind the scenes of uh like a one shot they did where i don't know the context of it, but it's a woman watching tv mm-hmm. and it like the camera's constantly moving around and they're changing the set as they're filming it yes that's, yeah, I saw it, like a top view, like they're recording that, and it's crazy yeah, it's, how they did that. It's incredible. Yeah, Man, that scene awesome. is amazing. Yeah, cool. Um, anything else uh, with you? I watched the new Netflix movie, The Old Guard, with uh, told me Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. Um, they, oh, it's about that. it's about a team of uh, immortal mercenaries, I guess, mm-hmm. who they're kind of for hire, and they go and they they choose jobs that they think will better the world so they're not bad guys they're really good guys and um they're the best of the best because they can't die so they Mm. always they always win um it's really good it's really really cool really fun um and uh yeah that was that i do want to check that out we started watching a movie that gabe told you to watch and we didn't finish it because i was getting really grossed out (laughs) (laughs) yes we talked about that last episode okay Uh, beelzebub Beelzebuth. Beelzebuth. Yeah, once you yeah. start, can I, I can say th- what happens? or uh... Once you start doing the things that I saw this person doing, I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> I yeah. can't. I need this. to finish that movie. It's we, great. We it's got about like movie. 20 minutes in, I think. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was it probably like long. right, yeah, no. Yeah. I'm sure it's good. I just, oh, oh. <laughs> I can feel yeah, it I'll, in I'll, my body. But, <laughs> between that one and uh, Black Coat's Daughter, I, there's, some similarities to those, and I, mm-hmm. I, 
I think that's why I liked both of them so mm. much because it's just like really cool takes on this type of genre. Yeah. Um, and we also have been watching some supermarket sweep. Yeah, more nice. nostalgia, <laughs> madness. What uh, was with the fashion back then? Oh my god. That was the nineties. Suburban chic. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. They all look like couches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. Anything else? No, I got the cat here. Oh boy. The cat's yeah. coming. Yeah. Um, that's it for us. Anything for you? No, that's it. I have a couple news oh, yeah. uh, things I wanted to talk about. Uh, I think you guys will be interested in this one. Mm-hmm. Did you know that they're making a Chucky TV show? What? what? Yeah. <laughs> it's coming to. Um, USA and and sci-fi, I guess, in huh. uh, 2021. So um, I don't know if it's as good as the last remake was. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the like what it is. I think it's like I don't think it's the same story. I think it's like a different type of thing. I, I don't. I don't know anything about it. So um, I just cool. thought that sounds like it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. So. I'd be into it. Um, and then the only other thing is. Uh, the Walking Dead comic book is going to be uh, reprinted in full color for the fir- first time. Oh, um, wow. So that was a black and white comic, right. and um, they're going to be reprinting it every issue, I think two a month, uh, oh. for the entire series. So that's cool. That's really cool. Um, I, I don't want to – I've already bought the entire series probably multiple times, but I, <laughs> I don't want to buy it again. But I do kind of want to check out the first couple issues. And, right. Um, yeah, just, Did you finish cool reading the comics? Oh, it's still going on, right? Oh, it's right? still going on, okay. No, it, 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 it ended. Fin- it, it ended, ended. okay. Yeah. Uh, I got, I borrowed a bunch of trade paperbacks from someone, and I got up to where they got into a little past the prison part. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. So not super far, but there was a, it was a couple of trade paperbacks. Um, it was good. I, I liked it. I love um, it. Yeah, I I have maybe like ten, the last like ten issues or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I haven't finished yet, so um, I gotta I gotta get on that. But um, yeah, the fact that it's coming to color or it's going to be colorized, like that's such a cool yeah. idea to mm. keep that um, keep it going. Yeah, so. very cool. Very cool. Good stuff. And then we we hail Satan. <laughs> we hail, hail Satan. Satan. Hail Satan. Who's um, a boy? So you picked this movie. <laughs> I did. Uh, amazing choice. Thank so you. good. Yes. Um, so, like, I guess we want to do top level, like, spoiler free, what we thought. Yeah. Sure. Cool. Uh, go. I, go. I it. I really like this movie. I was talking to Gabe was that yesterday, and yeah. I didn't understand it. <laughs> But I loved it. So <laughs> to not understand a movie and love it, it must be pretty good. High praise. High yeah. praise. So, yeah, we were talking and it was like, so this is this. And you're like, no, it's this. And I'm like, oh, uh. wait, are you saying this is this? And then, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I was just happy that you were able to confirm what I had said before because I, yeah, I understood got, the movie fine. Uh, yeah, Naomi understood it. So, I, I told Gabe and I told you, I was like, I take things so literally and <laughs> I miss symbolism. I miss, like. Tons. Except in this, the symbolism is like. Right, yeah. <laughs> 
it's a it's a gunshot. Like there's like right. really big things. It's not like right. really subtle things. It's, it's like, like right. look at this. Yeah, it's so yeah. funny. Yeah, and we'll get into what those were. But man, that was that was funny. Yeah. So I I but I still liked it. Uh, I thought yeah. the um, visuals were great. Um, the weird, just the weirdness of it all was really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. The acting was great. Yeah, uh, yeah, really good. That's my take on it. How about you, Naomi? Um, I also liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I was, it. How do I say this? I get easily like affected by anything I watch, good, bad, happy, whatever. So, mm-hmm. I automatically was like on edge. Like as soon as the music started playing, I it was mm-hmm. just like, I'm ready for it. Um, <laughs> I. I liked, like you said, the visuals were mm-hmm. great. The cinematography was really good. Um, yeah. I also, I don't know if either of you heard it or noticed it, but there seemed to be a never-ending, constant, just humming sound in the background mm-hmm. that irritated the crap out of me. <laughs> and I think it was done on purpose to like make the audience like tense mm-hmm. and edgy. Yeah. Um, Uneasy. Yeah. And and it also kind of like mirrored the same sound as the cars when they were idling, mm-hmm. mm. and it would just get like quieter when the scene like moved on. But it was like and they never shut it off, and yeah, made me feel like I was going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, two thumbs up. I liked it. How about you? Gabe? Yeah, I was totally surprised by it. Um, I I'm a huge A twenty four fan, and I had never heard of this movie, so I I didn't know the story behind it or anything. I I kind of assumed that they just kind of picked it up and it was just one of their ones like, Hey, you know, we don't really talk about this one too much because we have all these other movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's, it's fucking awesome. It's great. Yeah. Um, I really liked the, the kind of dual timelines yeah. that we don't really know that are dual timelines until a certain point. Right. Um, yeah. I really loved it. It was great. That's really good. Um, so this, so the director and writer of this, uh, was a man named Oz Perkins. Yes. Do you know who he's related to? I know. Cause I looked ben. this up last night. Perkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy from, uh, Tony Perkins. N- no, <laughs> I don't know. He is the son of Anthony Perkins, Anthony. who played Norman Bates. Well, Tony in Psycho. Perkins, Anthony Perkins, Psycho. He got he's Psycho. connected to Psycho. S- same thing, Psycho. right? No, Tony. Anthony. Hey, Tony Perkins. <laughs> Tony Perkins. Um, um, yeah, that's who, um, I, that's who I thought it was. Yeah, that's and, who I'm gonna uh, pat your head now. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, like the, there was not much trivia on this movie other than um, it. It went through like a ton of film festivals, and I don't think it. I think it was released um, on a couple like really small theater runs, mm-hmm. but nothing. It, it didn't go wide, so that's why it was very quiet. Yeah, we didn't really hear about it. But um, the uh, the only other piece of trivia was the original title was just February, yes, because that's the month it took place in. Hmm. But um, I like this title better. Yeah, though I I don't. Naomi, do you know why it's called The Black Coat's Daughter? Because that I don't do know. I was kind of wondering if it's somehow tied to Satan or demons or because the guy in her dream was wearing a black coat and, mm. her, you know, was at the site that her parents died or her and the song, or whatever. Right. What's the that? Song that? The song that plays over is called that, right. but I don't get the tie to the song too. Okay. Unless the song is about fucking Satan or something. <laughs> I don't know. 
So, yep. all right, you want to go through? Yeah, let's the plot? do it. All right, if you watch this movie, yes, uh, you can shoot us an email, mm-hmm. or you can shoot us a phone call. Yeah, shoot or you us. Can a phone shoot call. us a text. Uh, our email is controlaltdeathpodcast at gmail dot com. Our phone number is eight one eight four five seven six eight eight seven. And uh, let us know what you think of this movie or any of the other movies. Yes, we'd love to hear your your takes, your hot takes or cold takes. <laughs> Preferably uh, hot. Okay. Yeah, or some, warm. Hot takes. It Loop could warm. It could be warm. Ugh. Room temperature. No. <laughs> um, I will say, not a fan of the font work in this part. I don't like the color. I agree. I don't like the font. I don't like any about anything about it. Doesn't um, look like it goes with the movie. Throw it out. Totally. Movie's ruined. Yeah. yeah. Done. Totally. It's not. It's not creepy. It's like this looks like a you know a little comedy. It doesn't comedy fit. Font. It doesn't, doesn't fit at all. Fit. Um. So we open on. Oh, I don't know how to say Kiernan. Kiernan, right? Yeah. Not Kira. Kiernan Shipka. Yes. And uh, she is sleeping. in the movie. Mm-hmm. Or Kat. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, wait, her name was Kat. Kat. <laughs> yeah, but her um, real name. Sabrina from yes. The Chilling Tales of Sabrina. Right. Uh, she's sleeping, and she's sleeping in a very, like, uh, like a prayer position, right? It looks like she's she, praying like, in her sleep. Yeah, and then there's, like, it goes back and forth. There's one point where her arm is, like, kind of, like dangling but it's like up Up. right yeah Yeah, it's weird very weird Mm. um and she has a dream or she has she's having a dream about like a snowy looks like a frozen lake type of thing Mm -hmm. um and then in the dream she's walking there someone walks in her room and she says daddy you're early um and then we see her walking through this snowy area next to someone in a black coat um and they're walking up to uh, a car that was in some type of accident. Yeah. And it's all smoky and busted. Um, up. Busted. And she says, Mommy. And uh, I guess Mom is in the car. Um, and then she wakes up and she goes to her calendar. And we see that uh, it's the 21st of February. The next day is when uh, pa- the parents of everyone at this Catholic school, girls' school, um, are going to come pick her up right it's like a holiday break yeah for like two and weeks then, i think probably. they said something like that yeah. uh so then she goes into uh the office of is he the he's not the he's not the headmaster right this is that's a different dude uh i thought this was the headmaster is it is, is it so. one guy there's a priest and then there's the headmaster father brian maybe okay. is that this dude mm-hmm. anyway is a priest <laughs> yeah it's someone at the um, school yeah. And um, um, what are they talking about here? Oh, they're talking about how uh, he's the not, priest is... Yeah, he's not going to he, be here for her performance, and she seems very upset about that. Very she's, upset. She's also, like, kind of looking, not at him, but kind of in the corner yeah. of the room at this point. And she's very weird here. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. very... Um, she seems like offended that he's not going to be there, but then she's playing it off that she's not offended, and um, there, I, immediately I'm like, "This is super, super Something's weird up, and kind of yeah. creepy." Um, yeah, and then she's kind of looking around, and uh, she smiles at one point, and um, he says, "Why? Why did you smile?" And he's, she's like, "I don't know." And she kind of just waves it off. Um, 
creepy, creepy, <laughs> super creepy. Um, and then we meet Rose, and Rose is so um, Cat is a freshman, right? Yes. I think, yeah, she's yeah, younger. And she's the senior. And Rose is a senior. Um, she's the badass. She's the badass, <laughs> and it's a photo day, and she comes in and uh, gets her photo taken, and she looks great. And uh, <laughs> and then we go to yeah. So then yeah, the 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 movie is broken up into these three different characters, and um, the first of which is Rose. So now we get kind of Rose's story again. Terrible font yeah, choice. Terrible font. color. <laughs> yeah. Zero out of ten movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So she's in, in the nurse's office, and um, she's saying that she has a sore throat. And um, she doesn't feel good. Um, and this is where we meet these two nuns. I think so. Yeah, they're, they're sisters. They say that they're sisters, and or not yeah. sister sisters, but you know, nun sisters. Nun sister sister. sister. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tia and Tamara, I think are yeah. their names are <laughs> Roger. Um, and uh, then we cut back to uh, Rose's room. She's with her friend, and they're smoking because they're badass. Mm-hmm. In the dorms. Cool. In the yeah. dorms. What year did this take place? And uh, Rose is talking about how, implying that she's pregnant. Right. And um, I thought for sure it was going to be like a teacher or a priest or something. Yeah, so like did that. I. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, it's not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she is still smoking, so... You know, yeah, <laughs> she's really excited about this baby. Maybe she relax, <laughs> relax with the cigarettes. Um, she's in now. Uh, and then we go to um, like a auditorium, and I think I think the priest and the headmaster. Are, yeah, it's a, this is a different dude. Yeah. Um, and this is the headmaster, and he's like talking about how the parents are going to be coming, and uh, you got to be on your best behavior because you represent oh, right. the, the, the class before you and the class that's going to come after you and blah, blah, blah. Um, this whole sound good thing is super creepy. Oh, he right. says sound he good. Sounds, and, then and then they everyone all say says, like sounds sound good, good, but like yeah. in like this monotone. Yeah, not, yeah. It doesn't sound good. <laughs> and it comes like, back uh, later, which is yeah. creepy. Yeah. It reminded me of a uh, hot fuzz. Whenever they say the greater good, yes. they say the greater good. <laughs> um, so then it's the next day or that, yeah, the next day and we see all the parents coming in and, um, Kat's parents are not there the and, uh, stands alone. she's very sad. She has a, a single tear and, um, it's very sad. And then we see Rose and her friend from earlier. They're going into, um, where this performance is going to happen and she lies and says that her parents are in there, but she's not. And then we see Kat playing the piano. She's killing it. And, and no one um, gives a shit. Is she no really singing that? Do you think she's really singing that? I, I thought, I don't know. She it might. sounded kind of like her, but yeah. it, it didn't sound, usually when they do stuff like this, it's really, you can tell it's fake. Mm-hmm. Um, but if if it is, they did a really good job with yeah. matching her voice. Um, so she's definitely she's not, like sort of an outcast. I'm getting yeah. that sense. Yeah, yeah she's she like doesn't, she's, she's kind of nerdy. Um. And uh, she, at one point, she looks over in the in the audience, and she sees two empty seats, which are for her parents, mm-hmm. who were not there. Sad, very sad. Uh, and then we're in the headmaster's office now with Rose and Cat, and um, 
uh, we're talking about how Kat's parents haven't showed up and um, she's the headmaster's like did you call do you have a cell phone can you call them and she's like she doesn't have a cell phone and um, and they kind of just he's kind of like well the weather's bad they're probably going to be here later uh, nothing to worry about right. um, Rose I gotta go you guys aren't going to hold me up for my vacation yeah exactly <laughs> Rose says that she told her parents that right. to pick her up tomorrow which is friday yeah. i guess and so yeah no i think it's one more day or not, one, yeah. yeah she yeah. told them the wrong day yeah. on on, on purpose, purpose yeah. so yeah. later she could do something with her boyfriend yeah um but yeah uh and then i believe the headmaster says oh maybe that's what your parents thought cat and she's right. like no probably not <laughs> yeah wrong. Like he's he said at one point he says uh well we can't let you live here ha 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 um and then he asks rose to look after cat um and the the two nuns are, are going to kind of watch over both of them um while they're there and rose kind of objects to being a babysitter right. yeah she, she's not she, into it she she's not about it she's not gonna do it um and uh we see cat on the phone calling dad and to see if they're coming and she's leaving a message because they're not answering i wonder what happened don't know uh and then we're at dinner with everyone uh rose and cat and the two nuns now what's the significance of the the spoon straightening because i didn't yeah i was trying she, to figure that out too <laughs> is she just like anal about this sort of thing maybe i think it just... she's seeing stuff yeah i was good mm. there is like two like a reflection so like there's it looks like there's two eyes like two bright lights maybe she thought it was like a face or something in the spoon oh uh, i see Ooh, i see. just saw that now so i did not find i that think when that we like she's that. seeing stuff that we can't see yeah well i mean cool. yeah i like that that is very possible like things are happening just like how she was looking in the corner before right. and smiling, things like that. I think, yeah, I don't know. Um, She's yeah, so they finish up dinner, and uh, Mr. Gordon is the headmaster. So yes. he says that you have to watch her. Uh, watch me. She's talking to Rose. Rose is getting um, all dressed up, and she's going to go out. And Cat um, is, you know, doesn't want to be alone. Oh, is A big theme in this movie. Yeah, yeah. it's isolation. Hmm. So, um, is this where oh, yeah. so they this, talk about she, yeah. Rose talks about the sisters yeah okay um, mm. she says something like um, did you ever notice that the sisters they have weird hair they're wearing wigs they don't have hair yeah they don't have eyebrows they don't, yeah. yeah it was all burnt off because they were worshipping Satan down in the basement yeah someone mm. or she knows like it's a person that she knows that Someone told her that these <laughs> nuns were worshiping. Basically, the rumor is that the sisters yeah. are Satanists. Right. Right. And Kat doesn't believe it, right? Yeah. Um, it's like an urban legend of the school. Yeah, it's like an urban legend of the school. Um, yeah, so she gets ready to leave. Rose gets ready to leave. She's like, don't come in here. Don't touch my shit. And um, not being a very good friend, even though they're not friends. Uh, boyfriend pulls up and is dope ass car and just blasting <laughs> rock music just like a cool guy um and uh cat's just kind of staring at the window lurking in um, the window. very <laughs> creepily uh just watching her leave and then she goes back into rose's room 
and just kind of looks around at all of her stuff and she kind of hones in on the photos from earlier um when she got when she had her photo taken and um oh yeah she also looks at her hairbrush mm-hmm. uh which is very creepy um yeah i thought she was going to like steal her hair at that point i thought that too <laughs> um she does that first and then she looks at the photos and like creepily rubs uh, San Francisco chin. San Francisco yeah. chin. <laughs> Goes right she across r- that she chin. rubs uh, Rose's chin on <laughs> on the photo. Uh, and this is when the phone rings, right? Um, as soon yeah. as that happens, the phone in the hallway rings, and then it cuts to black. Hmm. Who's calling? Uh, is it Satan? Busters Might be are Satan. Calling you. Um, and then, <laughs> and then we meet. Um, we meet uh, Emma Roberts' character, who uh, goes by Joan, and she gets off of a train, and um, she's going into a train station, and she looks, uh, she doesn't look great. She looks like she's been through some shit. Yeah, it looks like she's burnt um, out, like she's strung out. Like she hasn't slept in a few days. Right. Yeah. I thought she was Maybe a hasn't drug, eaten in a while. drug addict or something. Yeah, yeah I thought like that too. Sunken eyes, like very dark. Yeah. Not enjoying life. Yeah. Um, she looks in the mirror and we're getting flashes of what looks like a mental institution with doctors and nurses shoving medicine in her face. And then we see the the bracelet, the medical bracelet on her wrist. Um, and she's trying to like get it off. So we're like, cool. She escaped some type of mental hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes to a payphone. And there's a very clear shot of her opening her hand and seeing two quarters, which will come back later, and uh, puts the quarters in the phone to make a call. And who does she call again? Ghostbusters? Who does she call again? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. She calls a number that's disconnected, but I don't remember. I guess we don't know, Mm -hmm. right? We don't know who she calls? Hmm. Yeah. Um, and then she goes to the front of the ticket office and grabs a map. And um, so they're in Ellenville, and they kind of focus over on Bramford, which is where the school is, and past that is uh, Portsmouth. Right. So we're kind of led to believe she's going to uh, Portsmouth, and she has to go through Bramford. Right. So um, now we know, okay, she's probably, she knows that school. Uh, she's sitting outside in the cold, and we meet um, Bill, uh, a.k.a. Dexter's dad. Um, right. Yeah. And uh, he parked very far away from the terminal, um, weirdly far. I thought he was going to kidnap her. Yeah, that's um, what I thought, too. Because <laughs> it's like, why are you so far? Uh, so she's sitting out there in the cold, and he comes up, and she says, like, are you okay? You're Like, why are you sitting out here alone? You're, you must be freezing. Um, and she kind of doesn't really answer any, any of his questions and he offers to give her a ride. Um, which at that point I'm like, no, don't get in the car with this person. He mentions that his wife is in the car. Which I did not believe. I was like, you're a liar. It's a trick. (laughs) Yeah. All my women's senses are kicking in. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, they exchange names and, uh, eventually she goes with him. She gets in the car, and the wife is not happy about that. They're taking this. Um, this they're taking Joan. Um, she kind of is like, "Well, we're gonna, you know, why are you doing this? Let's leave her at the at the at the next gas station or something." And 
um, he's just like, I, I'm trying to help. I want to do the right thing, etc. In the back seat, there are flowers, and on the bumper of the car is a sticker for the school. Ah, dun dun dun. That. You didn't see that? Nope. Yeah. See, I I miss things. I come on, man. I, I guess I zone out with like very artsy movies i just think oh, okay <laughs> um we're back in the car with rose and her boyfriend and she uh broke the news to him that she's pregnant or she thinks she's pregnant and um it's a much different vibe from when uh, he picked her up mm-hmm. they're not really having fun and everything um and I, I think, oh yeah, so they say that Rose is going to go uh, essentially get an abortion, right? Yeah, and, I think it's um, He's like, let me let me drive you there, and she's like, no, absolutely not. And that was kind of just the end of it. Yeah. And then he goes away. Bye, boyfriend. And that's that. Um, yeah, he got out of that situation. Not the pregnancy thing, but all the murder later. He got out of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she goes upstairs into the bathroom, and this is when she hears the the voices, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, coming through yeah. the so radiator she... in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. That creeped me out. So, and yeah, why does like no one turn off... the lights on anywhere in any of these rooms? I don't know. You See, never I turn the lights on. I thought it was like the school is conserving power because they're on vacation. Yeah, but you, how, you could just turn it on yourself, like, like this. Sure. <laughs> sure. I would never go um, into a bathroom like that without turning a light on. And I probably would totally. check all the stalls, too. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so in they zoom in on the kind of the... the what is this? The muffler? No. no the Muffled ra- girl's voice. Uh, the, the radiator. Radiator. The radiator. Yeah. radiator. That's reading the subtitle. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, the girl says, sounds good, um, which is what... Uh, uh, Dr. Gordon, or not Dr. Gordon, uh, Mr. Gordon said earlier. Yes. Right. Super fucking creepy. Yeah. Immediately I leave. <laughs> yeah, Turn exactly. the whole building down. Um, and what she does instead is follow the voice down <laughs> to the fucking basement. Genius idea. Um, yeah, there's thumping and scraping and all this weird noise, and she goes down there. Um, and you, she keeps hearing little things here and there. She eventually gets down to the basement. She starts calling out for Catherine since there's no one else there. And you're hearing thumps and stuff. Oh, this fucking creeped me out so much. And there's this hallway that's very creepy and flickering lights and everything. And um, shot, God, it shot so well. The cinematography is just so fucking scary. (laughs) Um, And then she comes up to a door to like the the boiler room. And it's you see this red glowing light. And she looks inside and you see someone sitting there bowing like on on their knees bowing in a very very scary creepy way yeah toward this boiler um and then it cuts it was almost like their body wasn't moving the way it was supposed to right yeah right anytime very... i see that in films uh it, ugh, ugh, it creeps <laughs> yeah. me out so much terrifying so ugh. um so now we're cutting to joan's story with the shitty green font um <laughs> and uh this this entire scene stressed me out so much yeah. Yeah. because it's yeah, yeah. so scary. Um, she wakes up. She has there's a glass of water. She drinks. First of all, I was like, don't drink that water because there's I something. In, there's something in it. <laughs> um, 
and then so I was a little confused here. She goes through a purse. This is her purse, right? I mean, her I, purse. She, yeah, yes, she it had Joan's it purse. when she was in that bathroom in the right. ga- okay. bus terminal. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. As of right now, it's her purse. Yeah. Um, she goes through it and looks at some stuff, and then she takes a shower, and um, we see she has like a, a, a gunshot scar on her left shoulder, mm-hmm. and then she gets like a quick flash of a cop um, with a rifle or something shooting her, or shooting, and then it cuts away. And then we see the back of it, and it's like a very clear bullet hole scar that's healed see, up. I didn't notice it was a cop in, in this flashback. Oh, really? Yeah. It yeah. just, I it was, it was a made sense of it later, but yeah. Uh, and then um, she also gets this kind of flashback of um, a, a man, like a, uh, a priest, mm-hmm. yeah, silhouetted over. Now, Ben, yes, you, you would think, once you see this and then you see it later. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, Come on, Ben. I, I, I get on. it. I get it now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a pre. It's like a. It's silhouetted. It's you can see the collar barely. It's a. It's a priest looking over her. I thought this was gonna. This is like some abuse that yeah. was going on, yeah. and that's why she didn't want to go near the school again. But um, yeah, it's definitely not that. <laughs> uh, and then she. This is when it starts to get fucking creepy. Yeah. She gets out of the shower. There's a knock at the door. She's she wraps herself in the towel, and then she opens the door, and it's uh, Dexter's dad. Bill and. And um, I immediately said to Ben, why would you open a door if you're in your towel? Yeah. Why would you do that? This stranger, you have no idea who they are. And Um, then even more so, because he he enters. Yeah. And sees her in the towel and doesn't leave. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just creepy to me. Yeah, it's it's supposed to create like a creepy tension. Because you're like, what is going on? Yeah. 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 It was so weird. This whole scene is basically built talking to her about why he he he's offering to help and the story is um this is where we get the story right about the daughter I think uh, so. but i don't know if we see his daughter yet no not yet okay. that's in the Later that's on. at the okay. restaurant so he says um he talks about god and do you believe in god and she kind of scoffs and is like no i i don't um well you think you should um, and then, uh, she said, he says that they had a daughter who died and, um, he, he sees her every once in a while in, in different girls. And he, when he saw her sitting there, it, it looked a lot like her and, um, it, uh, it wanted, it made him want to help, um, help her. And... Now, again, um, why would you be sitting in a room with a young girl that resembled your daughter and she's half naked? Sorry. Yeah. It's still stuck with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and and then it, a, that bizarre question of, yeah. uh, is your yeah. wife sleeping? Or no, is... she, he, she she looks at him and says, where's your wife? Right. Okay. And he, she, he goes sleeping and then looks like up and down at her and says, Why? And yeah. then there's that really quick, like slow moment, and then it it cuts away, or it cuts, it kind of zooms out, and then it's just continuing on with the conversation. But there's I feel like so one... much is implied, and you're not really yeah. sure. Ugh, and yeah. that one yeah, why, yeah, yeah. and the way he looks at her is so yeah. fucking creepy. Yeah. And the music kind of stops too. Right? Yeah, it's like yeah. this creepy, foreboding music. Yeah, and then it and just holds. Stop. Yeah. yeah. Creepy. Um, really good stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really it's so well done. Um, and then they're talking about. Uh, uh, the town where they're going and when they're going to leave. And um, 
he says that they're leaving tomorrow. Yeah, this is where we get that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he gets up and leaves and says, there's a restaurant next door. Get dressed and come and meet me and we'll have dinner. And he leaves. The um, end. <laughs> the end. Uh, and then we are we cut back to Rose and she's uh, talking to someone who's in the shower. Huh. And then we, we don't see who it is. And then we see her talking to someone who's in her closet. We still don't know who it is. And then it, a few seconds later, um, a cat comes out. And Rose is like, were you sleepwalking? Like, wh- wh- what were you doing? And Cat um, kind of just shrugs it off as, as she, doesn't, she doesn't have any excuse, right? No, I don't. She, she just doesn't, doesn't say anything. She doesn't say anything. Yeah. Um, and then she gets into bed and uh, Rose leaves. And then this is where we get the weird part of her sleeping and like doing the weird fucking scorpion pose thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ugh. God. Yeah. Nope. She went full scorpion. Um, yeah, they're talking about their parents and how they're not there. And um, this is when she's like that. She she asked Rose like about her lying that her parents weren't there and um, or, or telling the parents that to come on the Friday when it wasn't. And so right. there's that's the whole conversation here. Um, and then... Oh, yeah, Rose. right. She says, you just wanted to do that so you can go on a date with your boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rose goes in her room and very smartly puts the chair up against the door, <laughs> which is exactly what I would do. Um, and then uh, she goes to sleep. I think the phone rings again at this point. Um, and then, yeah, oh, we see Cat yeah, in her bed under the covers, and she is not having a pleasant sleep. Um, she's, like, face down. And her, yeah, <laughs> her back like inverts, and she goes into like a scorpion pose. And like her legs go over her head, um, and then it cuts to black. Non-human bending. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now we're back to, um, we are back to Joan, and we're with Dexter's dad, and they're at a restaurant, and um, they're kind of just chit-chatting about stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. And my daughter. Oh, yeah. So um, he's talking about his daughter and how she died uh, nine years ago tomorrow, he says. And um, talking about how difficult it is and everything and how um, it's it's they're having a rough time. Um, And then he says, I have a picture of her. Would you like to see her? And things start to get a little weird. And he pulls it out and shows it to her. And surprise, it's Rose. It's Rose. It's that same same picture. And um, But how could uh, she be dead? How could she be dead? And this is when we realize timelines. Timelines, baby. Uh, uh, Joan says she's pretty. Um... And then she excuses herself and goes goes to the bathroom and starts laughing, um, which scary. Yes. Fucking scary. <laughs> um, does she do anything else in the? Oh, what does she do here? She like straightens herself up a little bit. She like fixes her hair, um, and then we get a really quick shot of right um, her choking someone, and then we see an ID that she took from the woman she killed with the name Joan Marsh. So Joan is not her real name. 
Um, she just killed this random person and took her purse. Was it a nurse at the hospital? That I, I didn't know. Okay. Uh, it didn't look like it. Mm. It kind of looked like she was in like a... Like this doesn't... It looks like it just someone's home, right? Mm-hmm. Like this just looks like a person's house. So I assume she escaped and then just broke into someone's home and killed her and mm. then took all her shit. Mm. Um, now, if you notice the clothes she's wearing, uh, gray shirt... Red jacket. It's important later. Yes. Uh, and then she goes. This. I was like, she goes. <laughs> she goes back outside, and there's a like a highway patrol officer talking to Dexter's dad, and um, she looks down and grabs, uh, or she, we see a knife, um, like a used knife that was in someone's meal, and um, it's implied that she takes it. Now this is a this was a little confusing because I that you're. You kind of assumed that the cop was talking to her, talking to Bill about her, but he actually right. wasn't, right? He was because then when they when he when she comes up, Bill says, "Oh, we got to go. This, there's a big storm coming in. Um, right. They're going to wrap up our food. We just got to get out of here." Um, mm. And that I guess was the truth, right? Or he was asking, and he knew he was looking for her, so he just wanted to usher her out really fast. Mm. And like, yeah, like and, Bill's covering for her. Oh, covering for her. You, okay, because I thought. When I first watched it, I thought that he was just getting her outside where the cops are going to be, mm. and she's going to get arrested. Um, but that doesn't happen, so um, I was just confused as to what was actually happening. Mm. Um, I don't. You think he would cover for her if he was like, "Hey, this lady murdered a bunch of people." I don't know, including don't know. this young girl at this school nine years ago. <laughs> or if um, he, or if he just, or if the cop just said, "Like, look, there's someone who's escaped from." A mental instance maybe didn't mention the killings. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't True. Know. Reminds him of his daughter. What can he do? Yeah, exactly. Um, so now we're back. Which in... I'm sorry, does not look like Rose at all. Well, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how she reminds him of it. Well, I think the the wife says something about like they just see her everywhere. Yeah, he yeah he sees her in everyone, and he and he she does this does a it. lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's this scene. It's it's and this is yeah. like a really heartbreaking scene in a way. Um yeah. it's it's Rose in the back seat of their car and it's just uh Rose and um, Bill's wife. And um she basically says all that. Yeah, she says like he sees her everywhere and all of these girls um I never do. I I I've seen her I've seen her once like at mm-hmm. a grocery store um and just talking about how um she, he they're sees haunted. her everywhere. Yeah. yeah, they're haunted by her. Super sad. Um and this is not the actress from Mad Men, is it? I, I don't think it then. is. I didn't watch Mad Men. Oh, Christina Hendricks? It's not. No, 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 it's, no, no not. it's not. Christina and that would be weird because then there would be two people from two, Mad Men. Two Mad Men's. Yeah. Um, what was her, what was the, uh, Kieran's name in Mad Men? Was it Sally? Sally Draper? I think so, yeah. Sally Draper. Um, Mad Men's a great show. Everyone should watch Mad Men. <laughs> yes. Add it to the um, list. <laughs> uh and then um yeah so bill gets in the car and they drive off into the storm the where end. things happen yeah. we're back at the school uh rose wakes up um and i thought the door was going to be open and the chair was going to be moved right. but, yeah um she goes outside and uh, she sees um, Kat on the phone 
and um, she kind of assumes that it was her parents. And um, Kat says that he says it's all right and that he says I can live here. Or no, he says I can't live here, um, but I can with him. And uh, Rose is like, who's he? And uh, she says, you know who? And she goes, no, I don't know who. And then she says, Mr. Gordon. Silly. Um, also, throughout this movie, Cat uh, has said multiple times that um, uh, Rose smells pretty. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah. Creepy. Multiple times. <laughs> um, and her appearance and, uh, is deteriorating, too. Yeah. She's starting to look... Uh, like gaunt, I yeah. guess is what I would yeah. say. Yeah. Um, she's not looking great. Which is only, it's yeah. only been like um, max 48 hours. Yeah. So at it's, least maybe a short yeah, amount of time is passing for yeah. her to look like this. Um, so now we're back at the sister's house area and they're making dinner. I did like this scene. Drawer full of knives, which is creepy. Yeah. Um, and they're all praying before their meal, and Kat is just staring at Rose and not praying along with everyone else. Um, and one of the sisters confronts Kat and says, why aren't you praying? And this is when she starts to get, like, um, uh, ornery, I guess. Sassy. Sassy, that's the good one. She gets <laughs> sassy here. Um, and her facial expressions change from here on out, and it's so good. Yeah. Um, and she kind of, she's just, yeah, she's just kind of bratty. Um, and uh, when does she say <laughs> the thing? Is it here? I think, yeah. And she says the prayer, and she's like, thank, you know, uh, thank you, God, for the meal which is in front of us. But she's not really doing a good job, and the nurses are, or the nuns are calling her out again. And then she says, man, when did she say it? It's got to be it's right coming. Here, right? It's coming. <laughs> she stands up uh, and they're all sh- like shocked as to what's going on. And she vomits all over the uh, table. Um, I guess it's not here. Yeah, I, I thought it was. Later. Yeah, okay. All right. False alarm. But still, oh, I think it's in, it's, in, it's in here. It's in this room. Yeah, she vomits, and right. then she's sitting on the table, and they're, like, taking her temperature and stuff. And she's really looking worse, and she's, like, sweaty, and, and, and her eyes are all, like, dark and everything. Um, and uh, Rose asked if Dr. Gordon, M- Mr. Gordon called, and uh, she's, the nurses are like, no, why would he call? Um, he, it makes no sense for him to call, and uh, um, they're just kind of talking to Catherine. And... Does she say it here? I think so. She, yeah. Yeah, She says, uh, <laughs> she, <laughs> uh, one of the, the sisters, like, takes her hand and uh, Catherine um, rips it away and says, get your hands off me, cunt. And um, <laughs> it's the only time this, I laugh about this whole movie. <laughs> yeah. It's Rose very is like, exorcism. Oh. <laughs> um, very, yeah. Feel totally. to it. Um, and everyone is totally shocked, including Rose, who has a great reaction. Yeah. Um, and then Kat, like, gets this really creepy little grin after she says it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she's, man, she does such a great job in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, and they're, like, saying, you should be ashamed of yourself and blah, blah, blah. And, um, 
Um, and then, uh, yeah, she's kind of uh, parroting the same thing she said earlier, which is um, this time he's, he'll say that I can live here, um, talking about the headmaster. Mm-hmm. Um, so things are getting weird. Uh, and then they ask Rose to shovel down the pathway leading into the house because Mr. Gordon is coming to see them. And then uh, Rose tries to go back in there and all the doors are locked. So she goes back to her room and uh, takes a nap. Yeah, and that's when I yell, don't take a nap. Don't fall yeah. asleep. What are you doing? Totally. <laughs> Um, so now Mr. Gordon is, uh, arrived to the school with a, uh, police officer and they go to the sister's quarters and the door is locked. There's a record playing in the background and it sounds very creepy. Um, and then they go, there's this really cool, like panning shot from inside and you see them like walking around to the back door. And when they get to the back door, you see that, um, there is blood on the wall. Yes. And then he goes inside, and he's like covers his mouth because there's some. He's reacting to something crazy, a and then it cuts scene to black. That we can't cuts see. Cuts to black. Dun dun dun. And then uh, we're back with Cat uh, uh, in school, which is two days earlier. Yeah, I think it's two days. Two days earlier. Yeah. Um, so where she was at the beginning of the film. Right. Um, when she wakes up and and puts the X on the right. February twenty first. Um, and then, yeah, so now it's, uh, now it's Kat's story. So when we go into the bathroom at one point, we see for the first time (gasps) this, um, reflection in the tile of this very, this very dark creature with, uh, these two horns. Now we're going to see more of this guy. Yes. The, the design of this thing. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's so good. It's so creepy and kind of unlike anything I've ever seen in mm. a like demon yeah, movie. Yeah. It's it's really cool, really unique. Um and there's lots of whispers and stuff going on here. My favorite. Your favorite. <laughs> um and then yeah, we're uh Kat is walking down the hallway and picks up the phone and then we get yeah, yeah. So there's the yeah, she goes the to the payphone and she opens her hand and there's two quarters and it she uh, she opened her hand and looked at the quarters very similar way to uh, the way Joan did um, in the bus station. Yes. Probably a coincidence. Um, <laughs> and then the phone rings. So this is the call that we... No, this is different, but this is one of the calls from earlier. And uh, it's like a very staticky... It's, it has the like double voice going on where yeah. it's like someone talking, but you can hear like another voice under it. Um, and it's just super creepy and awesome. And she's calling for her parents yeah. on the phone. And the voice says, hi, baby girl, uh, which is immediately creepy. And <laughs> um, uh, what does he say? What else does he say here? I forget. Oh, yeah. He says, uh, kill the cunts. <laughs> um, so that's what she's got to do. Um, and, mission and, and now we know accepted. she has labeled the cunts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we get a couple other various shots of the school, and we see that Cat um, is kind of just sitting alone, um, being a weird, a weird emo demon girl. <laughs> um, and then we see her before her big performance, and um, she's she's looking 
pretty nervous about it. Um, and uh, and then we hear, yeah, we're back to the conversation about the when Rose was talking about the um, the nuns and how they're they're Satanists and all that stuff, um, and uh, saying that it's it's fake, right? All the hair is fake because they were burnt off. Mm-hmm. Okay, or they burned them off. I I don't know. That was a little. I didn't totally get exactly why. Um, and then we're kind of going through the rest of the, the scenes we've seen with Kat of her watching her, uh, Rose and the boyfriend leave, looking at the picture, and then we're back at the phone again, and it's the same demony voice. And um, then we cut to uh, oh yeah, it says you can stay here with me, and this is her going into the cellar or the boiler room, walking into it. And then uh, we're intercutting that with uh, shots of the two nuns. Uh, one's dead, one's o- almost dead. Um, right. And we're cutting back and forth between that and Cat and, uh, walking into the boiler room. So if you look here, it'll be clear when she comes down, but she's wearing gray sweatpants hmm. and a red sweatshirt. Hoodie. Hmm. Very similar to what Joan was wearing earlier in the movie. Oh, coincidence. Oh, coincidence. Um, and then <laughs> um, she goes upstairs and gets two pillowcases. And then <laughs> here she looks totally yeah. out of it. Like yeah. she looks like a zombie at this point, like super pale. Her hair is all fucking messed up and creepy. Her eyes are super black and she just looks um, dead. She looks dead. Yeah. She really does. Um, and then we see her going, getting closer to the um, boiler room. Oh, forgot this part. Uh, right. yeah. yeah. One of them's not dead, so she takes the, she takes a knife, right? And she starts mm-hmm. stabbing yeah, her. She's, I think she stabs her a few more times. Yeah, there we go. Oh, I can't watch this. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, why she I can watch movie. <laughs> she stabs her in the back uh, many, many times. the sound of it, too. It's just it's so great. Oh, <laughs> it's great God. sound. Um and then it kind of cuts to black before we see what happens with those pillowcases. And then there's that same shot of Rose getting her picture taken and um, smiling. But then we see mm-hmm. um, her smile fade uh, right after it gets taken. Um, and she's not actually that happy. Reminded me of the opening of Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. Where everyone's taking yeah. a photograph. Um, she's looking at Rose is looking at herself in the mirror and kind of looking at her stomach, I guess imagining what it would look like if she has a baby or she's pregnant. Um, and then she goes into the bathroom Again, and not turning the lights on. Yeah, <laughs> don't let you do that. Um, so she lo- the shot is from like her shoulders up and she looks down and says, "Oh my god!" And she smiles. So she got her period, right? Right. That's yes. what's implied here. Okay. Yes. So she got she's... her period, not pregnant, super relieved. Her life is going to be great after this, you know? <laughs> totally. She's Nothing's walking on sunshine. So many options and possibilities await. <laughs> Nothing's going to drag her down. Um, and then she hears someone come in the bathroom, and she calls out for Catherine, um, but no one answers. And then they, I think they leave, right? Or they go yeah. in a stall. Or she he- she hears them leave or go in a stall. I don't remember I think they one. leave. And then yeah, she follows them out. she looks around, out. and there's no one there. Um, and then she looks down the hallway to see 
who was there. The door at the very end of the hallway like closes very, very subtly. Um, so whoever was in there ran out of there quickly. Um, and then as she starts walking down the hallway, looking in all the rooms, um, she gets to the door and sees that down where it leads to the outside down the stairs, there's a bunch of bloody is blood and there's um we can't really see what it is yeah Yeah. there's remains of something she turns around uh very scared and um when she starts to run back past the phone where um cat has been talking oh god (laughs) cat pops out of a room and stabs her in the stomach uh many times were those starts. the pillowcases at the bottom of the stairs? I, I think they were, and I think one was kind of sticking out. You just couldn't really see. Okay. Um, There's something in the pillowcases. And then she gets stabbed yes. in the back a bunch of times, and Rose dies. And then we get the this, this shot of Cat uh, kneeling down and grabbing Rose by her hair, yeah. lifting her head up, and sawing her head off. Well, you don't you don't see that, but that's what's implied. But it's implied, yeah. Um, and then we cut back to a few minutes earlier, where uh, not Doctor Gordon and the cop comes <laughs> at the door, and uh, they go inside, and we see the reaction again, and we see that. Um, oh, we see the reaction, and then we cut to like the dorms area where this other these other murders happened. We see a cop with a rifle, mm-hmm. a rifle, mm. and he's walking down. He's following all this blood into uh, the boiler room. And when he gets in there, we see Kat kneeling in the same spot as she was earlier, and we see three heads um, all facing this giant boiler room that's, that's um, very hot and active. Mm-hmm. And um, she stands up, and the cop raises the rifle, and this looks very familiar to Joan's flashback mm-hmm. earlier... And uh, she's kind of walking toward him. She has the knife in her hand. And she does, he's saying, drop it, drop it, drop it. And she doesn't. And then she raises her arms and screams, right? She does yeah. like a creepy demon yeah. scream. Oh, she said, this is where she says, hail Satan, which is fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> and then she screams and then he shoots her. And it's the same shot as earlier. Yes. Joan's flashback. So remember. Joan... Is, is Catherine. Yes. Catherine. Yes. Right Didn't then. get that. I had a feeling when she giggled after seeing the photo that she was somehow connected yeah. to whatever happened to Joan. And then when I saw the police officer with the rifle, I was like, oh my God, yeah, yeah. that's... Yeah. Okay. So this is where I have to pause everyone and I have okay. to explain. Um, I kind of got that idea also, but what was super confusing... <laughs> Is that they used her name is Emma Roberts mm-hmm. as her as Cat older as older Joan. Cat yes they don't I mean yes they sort of look alike but yeah it's yeah uh, they it's also weird look the same age and it's supposed right. to be nine years right. and right. that threw me for a loop I find I think with movies like this I need to rewatch it again <laughs> to get it. I mean, yeah. I, I sort of okay. got it. That's okay. But I didn't get it at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also um, thought that the boiler was Satan himself. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> that is where she meets him. Well, I mean, yeah. There's, yeah. It's it's weird. It's there's something 
about it. Yeah, but you but thought the boiler was literally literally what was Satan. I thought she was worshiping <laughs> it because she put three heads in front of yeah, it. She was and, making an offering and then to the fire, yeah. to the bowing thing. Yeah, yeah. Emma Roberts and Kiernan Shipka are very. I think. Uh, at least five or six or seven years apart, but Emma Roberts looks like she's fucking yeah. fifteen anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it, I was thinking like if they had used um, someone who looks older, I think it would have given it away way too much. Yeah, that that's true it was too. one of these mm-hmm. two girls or something. Right. So, um, I get why they would use uh, someone who looks young because then you don't. She looks like she could still be at that school right. you know, mm-hmm. as a senior or something. So now we're back with her in the car uh, with uh, uh, Cat, real Cat, older Cat in the car, mm-hmm. and uh, we see a sign for Bramford, and um, we're getting closer to the school. She's with Rose's parents. Yeah, and um, yeah, this is when um, the 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 wife starts talking about the daughter and like, did you tell her that she was our daughter was murdered? And Dexter's dad's like, no, let's not talk about it, and. Um, she says that, did you tell her that uh, they had to do a blood test to see if her head matched the body? So um, that's more confirmation that's what's going mm. on, I guess. And then uh, we get a little bit closer to the school. And um, she, Cat uh, uh, says that she feels sick and that they need to pull over. And uh, Dexter pull, Dexter's dad pulls over. And when he does, she jumps up behind him and stabs him in the neck a bunch of times. Good times. Yeah, the mom and doesn't then, want them to pull over. Because she sees that right, the school's right yeah, there. She's and right she's the like, school. this is where our kid died. I don't want to stop here. Yeah. 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 But so they do he, anyway. She kills dad first. And then she stabs uh, um, the mom many times in the back. It's very violent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she cuts their heads off. Yes. Um, she vomits and then cuts their heads off. And um, she puts some makeup on too. She does. Oh, well, that's, yeah, to, uh, that's a little later. Yeah, it's in yeah. a moment. Oh, okay. To cover up the blood and stuff. Which she doesn't really oh, wash off. I took that as she's getting ready for Satan. That's what I, I want. Yeah, I, I want to make myself look pretty for him. For my, from okay. reuniting with my man. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, she takes out a suitcase that they had and puts both of their heads in it and then um, continues on. Yeah, so she, she changes her clothes a little bit. Wipes a little bit of the blood off of her and then puts on some of the makeup um, and uh, starts going toward the school. And then we cut to young Cat, who is in a hospital bed, and um, we see that same priest from earlier come into the room and um, he kind of sits next to her and puts uh, his hand on her head and asks for Catherine. Um, he's like, are you there? Are you there? And then when she looks at him, he goes, does he say there he is or there she is? There, I think, uh, I think he says Let's there see. she is. There you are. There, there you, you are. are. Yeah. Um, so he's going to uh, exercise this fucking demon from her. And he says, you are not wanted here. And then it's like, oh, shit, we're going to get an exorcism. Um, and then he lays out all of his tools and uh, he says, he starts doing the basically the power of Christ will compel you, the water, all that stuff. Does it compel me? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he says, you will leave and you will never come back. Hmm. And then as he says that, we cut to older cat 
uh, walking toward the school, which has since been closed down, um, guessing after these horrific murders happened. <laughs> yeah. um, a good idea. And, uh, yeah, she walks in, and then we cut back to the priest, and he gets all of his tools out and uh, starts doing that's going to work and um he's commanding that she leaves him or she leaves her and uh ro or uh catherine is struggling and um she doesn't look like she's enjoying this and then she floats right Mm -hmm. she floats up a little bit her her wrists are tied to the bed so she's not going anywhere but um she's she's floating and then she like slams down on the bed and you hear like a staticky sound, which is really cool. And then she looks over and sees the uh, furry, horned, black, creepy creature. Is it supposed to be like a goat kind of thing? I don't know. <laughs> I actually wanted to yeah. ask, because we had said who was Joan calling before for that number that was disconnected. Mm-hmm. Was she calling uh, that phone number with the static? Thinking probably. that she'd connect with the demon again mm, trying to that get makes a, hold a lot of, of sense that makes a lot of sense okay um yeah and then we see her looking at this 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 demon and then he um turns away which is really cool and mm-hmm. she says don't go um and then i think she says don't leave me or, or something like that mm-hmm. uh and then the next shot is the demon is gone sad she lost her buddy Um, And then we cut back to older Catherine in the boiler room. She has a little lighter and she's walking through and she goes over to the boiler and um, she touches it and it's cold. It's not, it's not on, not running, not active. Um, And she doesn't like that. And then we cut back to the outside and she's walking away from the school and she starts to cry a lot and um she breaks down she's totally breaking down and screaming and crying and everything um and then that's it that's That's the end end. dark so good movie was it was it real or is she right just mentally Mentally ill is she crazy yeah uh that's the question yeah, I mean, she it, did. She did float. That's true. <laughs> she did so float, and she did scorpionize herself. Yeah. yeah, and like you were saying yesterday when we were talking about it, Gabe, the just the fact that she ran into the parents, right? Of Rose, like, kind of like yeah. supernaturally, yes. kind of right. like what? Something how is that? Put them together. together. Yeah, yeah. There, there's something else. So. Yeah, I, I like the. I, I think it is real. I think that this demon thing was was there, and she. Um, I don't know if she invited him in originally, or if he he came in. That I don't. I'm not sure. Um, unless this all started with um, Rose talking about the basement and the mm-hmm. nuns, and she's like, "Oh, can I? Should I go do this or whatever?" Um, I, that I, I'm not sure. I think. Because we don't see exactly how she meets up with the demon. But I think because Kat is sort of portrayed as like this outcast that no one's really paying attention to, it made her more susceptible 
to being picked up by what you know by this demon, right? Yeah, you yeah. know, because because um, like Rose wasn't looking out for her; she was all by herself. She in was school. alone. Yeah. So. Yeah, and she she wanted it. She, and yeah. she wanted him, and she didn't want to be alone. Like right. this was this is why she was doing all this is right. because she wanted him to be with her. And then she, when he left, and she went to this mental hospital, and she escaped, she went straight back there because right. she wanted him back. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really cool and and rare in yeah. um, possession movies that the person wants to be possessed. Right. They want right. Right. this person. Um, that's why I thought, that's why I loved it so much, yeah. and that's why it reminded me a lot of um, Beelzebuth is because there's huh. there are unique takes on possession and um, exorcisms and all that's that stuff. Cool. Um, it's not just like this person has a demon; we got to get it out of them, and right. they want it out of them. And um, it's a really cool take on on that whole genre. So. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely not it. seen it portrayed that way before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, really loved it. I did like it a lot. Um, yeah, so that was The Black Coat's Daughter. Uh, the end. The end. Uh, if you guys watched this movie, uh, shoot us an email, controldeathpodcast at gmail.com, yes. 818-457-6887. Leave us a voicemail. Uh, we're not going to answer it. We'll just we'll leave a voicemail and we'll play it on the show. Mm-hmm. And um, if you have any questions for any of us, you can, you can tweet at us or whatever. Instagram us. Before we get to the ranking, mm-hmm. Naomi, you oh, have right. uh, about a, this. a thing. Oh, yeah. I had about one or two semesters ago, um, I had to take an elective class. Um, so I chose horror, just horror, uh, horror films. Mm-hmm. And Hell the entire yeah. semester, we just watched and analyzed horror films. Do you want to give uh, like some of the horror movies that you watched? We watched um, Psycho... Vertigo, which I totally hated. Um, <laughs> also, we got Pet Cemetery, uh, Poltergeist, Bram Stoker's Dracula, Frankenstein, um, Rubber, which that's a bizarre mm, movie. Awesome movie. Um, Interesting. I'm trying to think of what else. We Exorcist saw. too, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, so the Exorcist, The Omen. There's cool. a bunch of others. There, I mean, like I said, it was like a whole semester, and it was like we yeah. had to watch like one to two films a week. So definitely a blur on the list of films that I watched, but off the top of my head, those are the ones I remember. Yeah. Oh, um, The Babadook. That yeah. one I liked Oh, nice. That was really that was good. Cool. I love and that one. Your professor gave you like a, a way of kind of dissecting each film. Yeah, we had our assignment for each film. Um, basically, she just gave us a... 10 question form mm-hmm. um, kind of just picking the movie apart and requiring us to dig a little deeper and not say on the surface and literal levels of the film <laughs> <Again>. <laughs> and I think just in that semester alone I became so ingrained in watching films with the intent of like finding information to answer these questions that right. I just watch horror films differently now mm-hmm. and I think that's why I was able to kind of see like the symbolism and things in there because I just you're been... also not stupid like me you're not stupid <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have you? did you fill this out I, I did it's on my laptop is it possible to get that I can that? get it yeah, yeah. that's so great we could, we could edit break. out the blank space yeah well me and Gabe could just talk or is that too we can leave her a message yes we'll leave Naomi a message hi Naomi. Hey, Naomi how's it going what's it how's it going I'm glad that you're on the show. <laughs> I, you you haven't watched Sabrina, right? 
Not yet, but um, I didn't mention it because we were skipping through the movie, but when she kills Rose in the hallway yeah. and she stands up, she has a look on her face that is so fucking scary. Yeah. It's yeah. this, like, bizarre, like, thrill almost, like... Well, even she's, her just charging out of the room like that, like yeah, when Rose like, and she's just there and boom, and it's like, oh my god! Like she's enjoying <laughs> yeah. this. She's. It's not like this thing is making me do it. It's like, oh, I, I'm doing. I, I get to wanna do this. Do this. Yeah. Um, I'm really. It's really creepy. She did such a good job. So because of that, I I kind of want to watch. Um, Sabrina. Season one is good. That's what Ben said. <laughs> season two gets weird. You're on your own after that. Let <laughs> <laughs> me pull this up. It's got cool. Uh, premise, like Sabrina is like half witch, half, half mortal. Human, yeah. Um, so she has to decide where she wants to be in life. Does she want to go and be full on witch? Does she want to be with her friends in her normal school, or does she want to go to the school where they worship Satan? Now, um, is this movie a prequel to that show? Whoa. Oh. No. No. Because <laughs> that'd be cool. <laughs> uh, I have my questionnaire. Okay, so what's cool. the first question? Okay, the first question uh, is describe the protagonists of the film and what characteristics lead to their participation in the horrifying circumstances of the film. Hmm. Who so is the pro- protagonist? I'm going with Rose. I would say sure. Rose, too. Yeah. yeah. Um... Do you want me to read? This or out? you could you say to... you could say that it's Cat and uh, pre. No, I think Cat's more of an antagonist. Well, she becomes the antagonist because of the demon that's in her, right? But she wants the demon. Yeah, but the, she wanted uh, it. True. I think know? the demon and Cat are the antagonists, and then by like the end of the movie, when we figure out who Joan is, then she's solely the antagonist because yeah. the demon is gone, and she's still doing these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what, what is your response? To that? Oh, all right. I said, Rose is the protagonist of the film. Parts of the film are told from her point of view, even after she dies. Um, the story is still centered around her due to her parents' um, participation in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, Rose was a boarding school student, and as a, basically I summed up the film. Um, but her behaviors, such as not keeping an eye on Catherine and lying to mm-hmm. her parents about being picked up, kind of is what ultimately leads to her being murdered right right so that's Hmm. the gist of what i got Hmm. um i also said that because she was ignoring Catherine, she allowed Catherine to become even more isolated and vulnerable than she already was at the school which opened her up to the possession Cool. Yeah. So there you go. What's the, what's the second one? Second one is describe the antagonists and what are their motivations. Um, so as I already said, the demon, demon and cat. I'm assuming his motivations is just that he's a demon and he wants to cause pain and chaos and control people. Um, and then later on, Joan slash Catherine's motivations is her loneliness and wanting to reconnect with the demon. Is it now, a demon I, or is it Satan? That's what I was just going to ask. I was um, just going to ask that. Hmm. Because the only indication that only name we get is when she says "Hell Satan." That's mm-hmm. true. But if she is a if she is a demon, I feel like fan, a priest doing one exorcism wouldn't be enough to get rid of Satan. Yeah, I think this is just a demon, but yeah. she's saying "Hell Satan" because you know, there maybe that's their chosen faith together that they share. Yeah, <laughs> they're uh, both the demon and cat are now saying this. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I agree. I think 
the one exorcism, and I don't think the demon would be like, okay, I'll go. Shucks. Right, yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> Satan would be like, no, fuck you. <laughs> I'll kill you Stay. too. Um, third question, describe the major point of view of the film. Do you identify with any of the characters? Do you feel sympathetic or superior? What film techniques, such as camera angles, framing, or other elements like costumes and lighting, um, mm. help reinforce your point of view? Hmm. Um, so I wrote, film is shot from a third-person perspective, alternates between Rose's reality and Catherine's reality. It's visually dark. Lights are out, like, all the time, which drove me crazy. Even their school uniforms are dark. Mm -hmm. um, isolation seems to be the underlying theme of everything with the winter and seclusion and all that. Yeah. Um, I said that it makes you feel like if something were to happen, help would not arrive in time or get to you right. quickly. Um, I did not relate to any of the characters, but I did feel bad for Catherine and maybe even, I felt even more badly for her by the end because she's just like a total wreck of a person and mm -hmm. is not possessed and has done these things. Right. Um, and then I talked about the low humming sound that played in the background that also mm -hmm. drove me crazy. Yeah, and the, and the costuming where yeah. when older Cat gets out of the yeah, institution, too. the coloring matches the, the coloring reference. she was wearing. Right. Um, when she started killing people, which is really cool. Yeah, good call. I think the only character I relate to is probably the demon. The you mean the boiler? <laughs> yeah, the, the boiler. Boiler. <laughs> <Fucking> boiler. <laughs> You're such a boiler, Ben. <laughs> um, do you want me to keep going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's awesome. okay so describe the function of the film setting. Does the world presented look like the world that you recognize, or is it stylized? If it's stylized, does it represent? a higher um, existence or a lower existence in the real world. In either case, how does the film's representation of place contribute to the emotional impact of the film? Um, I kind of... Well, I'll just I'll read you exactly what I wrote. Mm -hmm. uh, at first, I had a little trouble finding out what year the story was taking place because of the alternating timelines. Um, but it reminded me of how things were when I was in high school when technology was just starting to show up because you've got Kat who doesn't have a cell phone. She's still using payphones and quarters, but they're also saying, like, well, where's your cell phone? Mm -hmm, so yeah. it's like they're in that tra transition time right. part of history or whatever. Um, the Academy kind of felt upper class, at, like, in terms of, um, mm -hmm. you know, just cultural settings or whatever right, whereas yeah, like the yeah. surrounding area they're driving through town when we see well, Jones, so like upstate new york yeah right? so it's kind of rural yeah um let me see where is this uh the film's reputation okay the film's representation of place contributes to the emotional impact of the film because all of the murders take place at the academy it is usually assumed that a school is a safe place to be you also add the religious factor it's a catholic place so that's adds some you know sacred sanctuariness mm -hmm. to it um mm -hmm. so to have those things to have her possession and the murders happen at a catholic school kind of just makes it even more like sacrilegious and right. fucked up hmm. as that's how i see it yeah um this is real smart ben we don't do anything like this <laughs> we just make fun of people and the way they sound <laughs> have any thoughts anything uh no I, yeah i i agree with oh, that and That's... even the boiler room like that was her her fixation space where she met like the boiler room was an important space also right. it's like the pit of this school it's like the this the darkest yeah. grossest, lowest point creepiest yeah. lowest right. point of the whole and that's whole where world, she felt really. most connected was in this really like demented right. location yeah. 
Um, okay, so five, how would you describe your emotions as you viewed the films? What adjectives would you use to describe the way the film portrays and creates fear? Um, I felt tense and on edge and sometimes confused due to the timeline. Mm-hmm. Once I figured out, like, we were alternating back and forth, I didn't have any issues. But before it's revealed, I was definitely confused and trying to keep up with what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, the adjectives I would use would be demonic, supernatural, dark, sadistic, twisted, and psychological. Totally. Yeah, tense is the best way to describe yeah. the on just the, the the entire movie. Yeah, it, like tense. it did not let up at all. Yeah. Um it only builds. It only gets stronger as as you get toward yeah. what's going on. Yeah. Um, and then I would say once you figure out once you I mean really at the end when you see what she's willing to do and then it's like you said, you feel sorry for her. And it's yeah. like, yeah, you're, you're a bad person. <laughs> you shouldn't do these things. But, yeah. um, but God, your I, motivations I, are heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, but it's real, it's real sad. You need, yeah. you need to get some help. Ben, any thoughts? Uh, mostly confused. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You'll watch it again. Okay, it's okay. So I also, I also, I think after watching it, I thought for sure when um cat got the demon exercised out of her that the demon went to another person well you but it didn't, didn't right no no yeah. it just went away yeah because i i was convinced that joan was yeah. another person that it yeah possessed. because it, it didn't went into look her like, yeah well because yeah. i initially thought joan might have been like a roommate or someone she met in the hospital together that's what i thought and, yeah like yeah but, but no. then more things happen yeah. and you know that's not the case um six what are questions you had while watching the film about the characters and their motivations or the actions that were going on in the film? How did the film's closure or non-closure impact your viewing experience? I had a lot of questions as things were happening. Um, first of all, is Joan's story on a different timeline, which we find out yes it is. Is Catherine possessed? Yes, she is. Is Rose pregnant? No, she's not. Um, are the nuns really Satanists? Not sure. Could could be maybe, so. but I don't, I don't yeah. think they were. They were so shocked by the c word. I, I can't. Well, imagine. yeah, you know what? If they were followers, and he, she wouldn't have killed them. Right, right. They'd be okay. like, you know, go off with these people and right. start a weird cult. Right. You know, All right. So no, not Satanist. Um, why would the headmaster leave the school knowing that students were still there? I, that was just like you're an at, like that was just my yeah, just, whatever. Um, is did. something wrong with Joan? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, how can Rose's father possibly think that Joan looks like Rose, which they answered later on? Um, and again, I said this. Why did Joan's, why did Joan let Rose's father into her room when she was half naked? And why did her father stay in the room when she was half naked? It just really bothered me. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it's a it weird... It was creepy. It was weird. Yeah. Not cool. Um, did Joan take the knife from the diner? Yes, she did. Um, why does she want to kill Rose's parents? Now we know why. Is Joan... Catherine's hospital roommate? No. Is Joan Catherine? Yes. Did Catherine kill a nurse named Joan? I thought the woman was named Joan because I thought I saw, like, wrist straps, like she was being choked with the wrist straps. Mm-hmm. But um, but you explained that it looked like it was in someone else's house, so maybe I was just seeing yeah. something. Um, it doesn't really, really matter. clear either way, yeah. yeah. Um, why did Catherine ask the demon to stay? Which we know now because she's just horribly lonely and being filled with evil is better than (laughs) having nothing at all. Um, And then at the end, was Catherine upset because she realized she had done something horrible or because it just didn't work in bringing her friend back? Hmm. Or both. 
Um, and then most of my questions were answered by the end of the film. Yeah. So the only question I had, when did her parents die in Mm. the real, in like real time? Did, Did she have that calendar up knowing they were already dead? Did they die a few days before that? Was that the dream of them dying? That's the yeah, only question I have. I, I know she definitely had a premonition of them being dead, but I don't know what the time frame is for that. And yeah. was the guy in the black coat walking with her, was that her dad? Or right. was that like a, a a weird version of the demon that yeah, we, that's they what I didn't show earlier too. because it, it would give it away? Right. So that was my only question leaving it. And is those like what actually aren't happened answered. You can't answer those questions. Yeah. Yeah. Still don't know. Um, okay, what year was the film made? Name at least five major cultural or historical events that were taking place in the five years leading up to the film's release. Mm-hmm. This is 2015. This right? is 2015, yeah. So I have 2012 was the Sandy Hook shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, 2010 and onward, school bullying was a major cultural issue. Um, 2014, we had a polar vortex, and the Nigerian schoolgirls were also kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and from 2010 and continuing, um, the Catholic Church is still dealing with the aftermath of the sexual abuse scandals. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the next question kind of builds off of that, saying to take at least one cultural or historical event that occurred and... Uh, describe how the film presents filters or comments on the event um, within the film. So I use school violence and bullying. I kind of thought that was the easier one to go with. Um, Rose is not necessarily cruel to Catherine, but she's not nice to her either. No. Um, yeah. And she doesn't help her, and she mocks her. She's like an her. older sister, just kind of annoyed. Yeah, by just this annoyed, kid. and I don't want to yeah. be around you. Um, and... I even pointed out that at the recital, she's doing this amazing performance. No one's even, like, giving her any acknowledgement. And um, while she's not being harassed or physically threatened by her classmates, their passive aggressiveness toward her and treating her like she doesn't exist is also a form of bullying. Um, Which then... Oh, and I said Catherine brings school violence when her sense of isolation and loneliness drive her to murder her classmates and the nuns while at the academy. Mm-hmm. Environmental factors like the polar vortex seem to be present as well. The story takes place in the winter. The snow, the, the snow seems to be excessively high because Rose is instructed to shovel it all the way down to the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and the characters are frequently talking about being cold. And you can even see condensation building up on the windows in some of the scenes, um, which I think just let you know how cold it is yeah yeah um i'm sure there's other commentary in there but like i no that's great that's kind of what i went with um did you guys notice anything either or um no i mean the condensation thing especially in the car with Mm -hmm. uh the wife Mm -hmm. and cat the yeah. older cat before she kills him like that conversation the windows are totally fogged up yeah um and it's really it really adds to this like they're they're this very tight scene between yeah. these two characters and they yeah. like neither can escape yeah um, so it's I, very was, claustrophobic yeah. yeah getting back to the question what questions mm-hmm. we have about it why was bill and his wife Catherine's parents, why were they at the bus station? I was under the impression they were going to like either visit her Rose's memorial or something because they had the flowers in the back seat. Oh, true. They visit her grave, right? Oh, Once okay, a year. Yeah, her grave. 
That's where they were going, I think, or on their gotcha. way to go do, because okay. they had the flowers with them. But why were they at the train station? Was it a but, pit stop just to go to the bathroom? That's what I'm thinking, and then he saw her hmm. and decided to... The real question is, why did he park so goddamn yeah, far Yeah, that I, I still get <laughs> no answer to that. And it kind of resembled um, the car in Catherine's premonition with when her parents... I mean, obviously the car mm. was destroyed, but it right. was like similar styling and yeah. location and whatever. Mm. Um Okay, question nine. Who directed the film? Where does this film fall chronologically in their career? Um, as, oh my God, Gabe, totally <laughs> blanked on your name. Um, <laughs> Gabe said earlier it was Oz Perkins, um, mm-hmm. and this film was his directorial debut. It's mm-hmm. the first thing he di- directed. Um, so I can't really say whether it fits or not because it the, it's the first one, but he does have another horror film on Netflix um, called I Am the Pretty Little Thing That Lives in the House. Which hmm. I would like to check out also. Um, he also is it a I horror think, movie? Yeah, it's a horror movie. But Sounds he also like worked it. on Legally Blonde, which is wow. a totally drastic <laughs> shift from he he did some acting too, right? Yeah, isn't that how yeah. he started? Yes, I'm not. I don't know what he was in, or maybe that was Legally Blonde. Maybe he was in that. Um, but yeah, he started acting. This was 2015, so yeah, only recently started hmm. directing huh. films. Um, we killed it. How yeah, did really good. And the last question is, what subgenre of horror film is presented in the film, and how does this particular film compare to films within that genre? Do like Exorcism. Well, I said it was supernatural and psychological horror. And to me, it felt similar to Heredity and the Hill House and American Horror Story series. Mm, totally. Just visually in the way it was like you mm-hmm. know put together. And Emma Roberts, I think, is in American Horror Story. Oh. In one yeah. of those seasons, I think she's in there. I think. <laughs> yeah, she's in a she's in a bunch of seasons. She's oh, okay. I think she's like a regular now. She's like an ongoing. Okay. I mean, she's a different character every season, but um, yeah, yeah, she's in a lot of those. Oh right, she was like the she was one of the witches in the coven, mm-hmm. right? Okay. She was like the like the bitchy right yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Um, yep. Yeah, so that was I, my yeah. questionnaire for my class that I thought I could apply it to this film. That was really good. Yeah, that okay, was awesome. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thank you for doing that. No problem. Gave me something to do. <laughs> in this quarantine where um, I'm like bored out of my mind <laughs> uh, quick note if you google Oz Perkins he looks a lot like his dad oh yeah oh now I'm gonna go yeah he, he looks a lot like um, his dad Norman. which is, is yeah um, kind of creepy um, oh yeah he does right wow yeah. that is creepy um, I don't recognize him as an actor so I, I can't say if he what he acted in but yeah um, yeah huh. alright you wanna rank it Ben? Yeah, let's rank this. So I'm going to read the top Yeah, it definitely belongs in the top. Top ten? Yeah. Uh, Number ten, Slugs. Number nine, Madman. Number eight, Body Melt. Number seven, Street Trash. Number six, Uninvited. Number five, Mosquito Man. Number four, Velocipaster. Number three, Tourist Trap. Number two, Hatchet Two. Number one, Hatchet. Hmm. This is tough. Uh, I'm gonna say it falls in between Tourist Trap and Velocipaster. So you put it at four. Four. I would, put it at I four. would say I would put it between Hatchet and Hatchet Two. Whoa. At number two. Ah. Whoa. At number two. Number two. Uh, the the only the only <sighs> based on our rating guide thing mm-hmm. this isn't like was that your cat 
Yeah, that yes, was the cat. That was the cat. <laughs> um, uh, it, it's not a particularly fun movie to watch, right? right. But it's fucking awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I and I do think this kind of fits with the movie night thing. Like, I would totally watch this again with a big group of people when that's mm-hmm. allowed. Uh, and like when it gets to the twisty parts, like see their reaction and like yeah. I, very true. Um, but it it's not fun the same way Hatchet and Hatchet Two yeah. and Tourist Trap and even Velocipaster are. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, all those it's seem tough, like a though. little more lighthearted horror. They yeah. are. They are. We we rarely we don't actually watch really super serious. I mean, I guess we've mm-hmm. done a couple. Um, Have we? Yeah, we did like Z. Well, that's supposed uh, to be yeah. serious. Z. And like uh, Polaroid Golden Glove, Polaroid. Oh. What was yeah. the one that we watched together that I really liked? It He's like, out there. Is that is that He's with the there? family that went to the cabin in the woods? Yes. And, okay, yeah, yeah, that one was good. That's at 13. Oh, wow. That's pretty low. <laughs> that dropped. But that's right. the thing. is like, that's a good movie. And I think that right. movie is probably better than a lot of these other ones. But it's not as fun. So yeah. I that's why I'm I like, I think this should actually be at number one. But Hatchet is so perfect in its <laughs> yeah. cheesy funness that that's got to still be number one. Mm-hmm. I would vote for putting um, it at two. Two. But I could, if you want to meet in the middle and put it at three. I was thinking that. I'd be oh. happy with that. So, and that? I had three in my head too. So. Yeah, three in your head. Guess what? Well, all you in did see head. Hatchet and Hatchet too. I did. Yeah. I did. And you I didn't see I Tourist Trap though. No, Tourist Trap is a very special movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you want to put it at number three? Let's put it at three. Okay. So, Hatchet, Hatchet two, and then Black Coat's Daughter. Yeah. Nice. Look um, at what I did. <laughs> Look yeah, at should what we, you should did. Should we go and see where the rankings for the last couple of movies been picked? Uh, House Shark is 1001. Uh, children shouldn't play with dead things. 16. Ants on a plane. Yeah. Ben, <laughs> what are plane. you doing? Ants on a plane. I don't think that was my pick, though. I think was that was it? me. That was your pick. Well, that was more of an us. Yeah. Because when we first started, we were just shooting these trailers back and forth to each other, like, look at this fucking garbage pile. Yeah. And we made a whole list. So is it me? Is it you? I don't know. Yeah. We don't need to point Joint fingers. responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I am picking the next week's movie, so that one will yes. be on me. So next week's movie is called The Burning. It's the from Burning. 1981, and it is very much a um, Friday the 13th yes. ripoff, <laughs> I guess. Cool. Uh, and it's uh, it's available on Shudder, and it is also on YouTube for free if you want to be – if you want to go down that road. Yes. So – uh, the Burning looks awesome. I think this is the movie that Dave recommended okay. when he was on a couple weeks ago. He said it was really good, so um, I'm excited to watch it. Yeah. Um, there is... I didn't watch the full trailer, but there is a scene straight out of Friday the 13th, and Perfect. it looks like the killer uses the same... Well, it's smaller, but there's a part where fake Jason in Friday the 13th uses like these garden shears... To like fucking kill people, and this is what this looks like. This killer's mm. weapon is. I've so. seen the image of whoever he is in this when he's like holding them upside down, like over his head. Mm-hmm. I've seen that image a bunch in just horror right. world. So I never knew what it was from. So I'm excited to actually go through and watch yeah. it. Yeah, so cool. That's next week's movie. That's nice. next week's movie. I'm excited. Uh, thank you, excited. Naomi, for yeah. joining us on this special Killed podcast it. thank you yeah uh, we will welcome you back whenever cool mm-hmm. 
And thank you, Gabe. Thank you. Thank you, you. Thank you, me. Thank you to <laughs> our Lord and Savior, Satan. Satan, yeah. Hail Satan. Um, don't be a dingus. Wear a mask. Don't kill people. Don't kill people. <laughs> Bye. Bye.